0: With life becoming all kinds of ups and downs, sometimes asking for help might be a solution to a roadblock that, you know, you're facing. Today, we talk about the fear of asking for help and we discover why do we sometimes feel awkward or uncomfortable when we have to ask for help. Oh, uh, where are we, man? (laughs) Oh man! Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. It is week X three five two five 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 six five four MCOAB two. Man, oh. we have time skipped, boys and girls. Where are we at this point? Oh my gosh! How it's it's been a it's been a turntable week, guys. It's been a table turn week. Welcome it's to a,
1: July. You made it past July. June.
0: Oh. Um, it's Another no year.
1: surprise we're still here.
0: Numbers are
1: just you know on the uprise. Um, hopefully, this next two weeks of EMCO for those in the Klang Valley, uh, hopefully we su- we we do see a decline in numbers. But hey, it's not like we it's not like we were gonna get out of home in the next two weeks anyway. So strap in, buckle up, baby. Welcome to July. It's good to be back. It's the Mings, and also with us, uh, you're gonna see his face today. It's oh, Jeremy, our showrunner Jeremy. for the Tabletop Podcast. Some know him as Jeremy. Uh, Jammeries, yes. Uh, wrong.
2: Yeah, that was the right. Truly, truly.
1: It's a a reminder to be safe. Take care, guys. You have uh, friends to talk to. Very Mm. important. This is a point where I think we're, we're a year in, a year and a half Um, fatigue of the mind is also settling in so I think that's something that you got to be aware about the past few Mm -hmm. podcasts we've talked about how you can reach out to friends be a bit more intentional know their love languages go get caught up on those episodes if you want to but Mm -hmm. what we're saying is that you are surrounded by people you love and there is a community for you so just get plugged in guys Um, Mm -hmm. my boys how are we feeling it's July (laughs) we have officially reached the second half
0: of 2021 man six months gone now Oh,
2: like that. J- Jeremy, what say half, you? Half of existence. That January was a right thing. Like internally, we all know what happened. It was a crazy yeah. month. And now we. Now looking back, I, I I don't even know that it's January past. Like I felt like, I mean, last year. Does <laughs> it feel like you're in this year? Because when I think back Two January points. this year, I was like, oh, what? I, I felt that was like a last year thing. And then mm. now you look at it, we're now in 2021. Where were we and last then, year? We were still in the when, office like, last and, year in, in this January. Time? Actually,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. January yeah. and June. Because last year in June,
2: yeah. things were let up, man. And because of the zero, I think uh, 1st of July, right, was when yeah. they had zero local cases.
1: Oh, dude, year. we were on the yeah. right path.
0: you on the right path. Wow, that was very nice. And we then you we the office. We went from world example to joke of the world, you know, again. Wow. <laughs> Both spectrums. We're, we're, we're well known for that, I think. I knew a country that does both, guys. Oh.
1: <laughs> That's if you just... don't deserve me at my best, you can treat me at my worst. What's that? <laughs> true words, true words. You know what else is true, guys? Oh. If you are a uh, vaccinated patient, sorry, if you sign up for the AstraZeneca right. uh, mm. vaccine, just a reminder and public service yeah. announcement that you guys should check your MySejahtera apps for Malaysians because the second dose has now actually been reduced from 12 weeks to 9 weeks so you may already have your appointment for the second dose um, sent to you but you need to check your MySejahtera app. Jeremy, have you gotten yours? I've gotten mine. Yes. Uh, we I'm did so it at happy. the same day
2: actually oh, but Jeremy. different places so we won't be able only to Only if we could either. be hand in hand. <laughs> but only. I'm very excited actually for the second to hold dose. hands or what? Not, oh, for uh, the second dose. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. The, um, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I'm very excited to get my second we dose. Are. So that we I are. really complete the circle. And I think yeah. that's playing a very good public role yeah. in helping combat this virus.
1: I, I did ask myself that when we do get our second dose, will anything change? You know, like there was a moment of defeat, not going to lie, but I realised that it's not just us, right? It And it's something I was listening to uh, recently on a podcast about, the, about vaccines, right? It's not about you. It's not about like you being a little bit more safe from COVID. It's a community thing. Like the vaccines are not meant for like a one person to take and like, oh yeah, you're done. No, the vaccines are how an entire community fights against a disease. So that's a reminder for you guys to get your second dose. Yeah. The vaccine is the quote unquote immunity. It is immunity, yes. Oh, speaking about immunity, some of us in this house um, need help. Um, And I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling oh. into a state of. Uh, if, you, if you watch my reels over the past month, some people oh. made a joke about it, and I realized that there is truth in, in what's been said. It's Ming Yu's. Uh, what's. <laughs> the in your head. spiral into <laughs> madness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do realize that my reels are getting slightly. Out busted. of hand,
2: right?
0: <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. I think so. Now, now you're in the right place, right? Because remember when YouTube started? Yeah, uh, it was the first time that Mingyu, Ming-Yu and I kind of like, because we grew up together, we lived <laughs> straight in the same room together. But yeah. during that time, Mingyu was in UK dealing with depression, so there was no spiral into madness. Yeah, uh, but I think right now Mingyu is Ming-Yu is going through what I spiral into to start the YouTube channel uh, <laughs> at some at some point uh, You know that spiral of madness of like yo, uh, talk you, you, the voices in your head need to get out somewhere, and then yes. you yes. suddenly write them on paper and you act them all out. Um, it, it's, it's, it's 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 a mad time. Uh, people people need to ask for help, man. Uh, mm. It's it's the cries for help. And speaking about help, that's 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 what the topic is today. Is you know, is the descent into madness. Help is is waving the white flag. Help is uh yeah that 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 cry for help. And we are no we are no stranger to cries for help, guys. Just just this, I think, past week, the white flag movement. And today I read about the red flag movement, which is oh, which is for uh, animal caretakers. Oh. Um Apparently, the red flag is uh, is. Uh, you gotta something... tell people what the white flag one is first, man. Uh, what the white flag? I mean, yeah. for those, I I honestly at this point, if you guys don't know what the white flag movement is, where have you been? Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yep. It, it, where have you been? You you. There is no reason that you don't know what the white flag movement is. Yeah, it's basically this thing where uh, I think the ruckyard uh, they I I don't know who the origin of the white flag movement is, but it is. A situation where people have been asked if you know if you need help, if your household needs help, if you personally cannot um, fend for yourself anymore, or you cannot continue your livelihood, um, yeah. raise a white flag in front of your gate, and there yeah. will be no judgment, there will be no shame. This is a sign to your community that you potentially need help, and, and, and in terms of like, I think either monetary help or you know livelihood help lah. You know, I'm I'm not sure about people who need you know partnership and uh and uh you know uh teman you know that kind of help don't have a, a flag yet. But it's it's been a bit interesting because yes, there has been some very interesting um, help given out. Like I saw you know some of the menteri and some of the the politicians actually going and making a change. You know, helping individuals kickstart their lives again. But at the, at the same time, there has been a really weird. Uh, like there's been a really weird opposition to it as well where some people are just like no you put your flag down or we'll find you yeah and yeah it's it's just created so much i think the discussion of asking for help and whether it is okay or not you know because to ask for help is a sign of i mean absolute humility you've given up you know you mm. need help right mm. why and 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 why some people are okay with it and why people are not, not okay with it, that is just a question mark to me. Yeah. At, at the, you guys saw, I mean, I mean you guys have all saw, right? The the wow, this is crazy to say, but you guys have seen the rebuttal. The, the word's not rebuttal. The word is the anti-white flag people. You know? The the one that I mean, there has been people who is like, you know, don't put white flag, you better pray harder. You know, and some people are like, don't put white flag, we'll find you. You yeah. know? Um, and some are like, don't put white flag, it's a propaganda. And it's just like, people are literally dying, you know, and, and, and these things are going on. What do, you, what do you guys think about the white flag
2: movement so far, guys? Jeremy, what, what, what think you... I think it's a really great movement because uh, a lot of people are afraid to, to ask for help. And I think yeah. that's the topic today, right? The fear mm. of asking for help. And I... Mm. And because of this movement, it kind of gives people some encouragement to to do it because it might be a bit scary to to say to someone, "Hey, uh, I really bev- I'm no money now. I really can't afford yeah. my groceries, yeah. and I just need some provisions." But mm. but they might be very uncomfortable to say it. So mm. I guess this is a non-confrontational way where you don't have yeah. to physically talk to someone. Correct. To you say, don't have to say yeah. it, right? Yeah. Hey, I need help. You just mm. wave a flag. And, and I, I know like some like uh, YBs and all are saying, you can just call a number, which is fine as well. But sometimes really people don't want to have that connection or like right, conversation right. because it's very awkward to them. Yeah. And I think this gives people a bit more encouragement to do it. And when you see the amount of love and support that has been given to a lot of people through this movement, it is really encouraging. Uh, and I, I I don't... For the other, other side of the party, for those people who are not a fan of it, I don't know what, why they are affected. Like, know what, no one's getting hurt. Everyone is just being exactly, loved. Exactly. Exactly. It's such a yeah. it's such a loving movement. So to them, I don't, I I, I asked the question, like, what's what's wrong with it? Like, mm. are you hurt by yeah. by this movement? Yeah. Because no one is, everybody's spreading love. So to me, I think it's a great uh, initiative. Uh and props to everyone who's putting an effort and a hand yeah. in this
1: movement. Yeah. I think when it comes to asking for help, there's always a reluctance to it, especially when you are used to not not asking for help right so some people have uh you know some people think of it as oh uh, maybe I won't ask for help because I'm, I'm troubling other people or oh what if people think lesser of me if I ask for help and, and and these sort of mindsets are not I'm not saying it's wrong I think people just like handle it differently um but in a situation like this you know again I have to say the word pandemic I know everyone's not a fan of this word anymore but in a situation that we're in I think it goes beyond uh, just the fact that oh, I have uh, I, I have like this face value to 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 guard and I, I need to be uh, uh, I need I need I cannot have people look down on me, but when you have when you're in a situation of dire need, right? When there's no food, when there's no like shelter or, or clothes for you, right, you need to ask for help. And I'm not saying that this is all the situation. Uh, for for people across the country and everything. But for those who are raising a white flag, right? It may be more than just one circumstance. It may be different things. It could be a collection of things. But really, what they're doing is they're putting um, just a statement out there and be like, I need aid and assistance and help. And I yep. think what's heartwarming to see Malaysians uh, do is that the, the white flag movement is, is one form of help that is being uh, asked for and, and provided. If you look at even the start of last year when, 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 when things started to shut down in Malaysia, businesses were already very vocal about needing help in supporting their business. Um, there were Facebook statuses and posts about if you need food, direct message me. Like, don't be afraid to tell me that you need food. And yeah. I love the heart of all these sort of people who are sharing these things because again, the the cool thing about help is that it's very it's, it can be very easy or very hard to help somebody. Uh, I think we've talked about it in the past about about how sometimes saying, not learning, not, not knowing how to say no can also put you in a position of trouble. Um, but the general idea of it is that if you can help somebody, if you can afford to help somebody, there's no harm in doing it. I think you're changing and helping someone's yeah. life, right? Um do you guys feel that maybe asking for help is a sign of weakness? Do you think that maybe, does it doesn't have to be like in a pandemic situation where you're asking for like, like you know, literal essentials, right? Um, asking for help in work, in, in friendships, do you think that asking or seeking aid is a form of weakness?
0: I know I sometimes do, I think. Because ego takes place. I takes mean, like type it depends which layer of help you're asking for, right? I have no problem asking for help all the time in college. I'm like, I uh, had a good friend called Mel. Uh, I said, Hey Mel, can you help me take down what the homework is? Uh? Or Mel, can you help me pass up my assignment? Uh? You know, I have really no problem asking for help One Seriously. <laughs> um, so I mean, it again, it's just like um, help, I guess help is definitely divided into what you feel is vulnerable to you. Lah. Let's mm. just be more specific, right? Because if it's not vulnerable mm. to you, it's something you don't uh, really care about. You just ask for help. What Like for me, yeah technically uh, the things that are like I don't mind asking for help it's like um, if I'm too busy you know and, and someone's going to get some coffee I'm like, hey can you help me get some coffee you know mm. or you, you know you offer or that kind of thing but I think in terms of asking for help that we're talking about today like the help that we are talking about is dire help right yeah uh, help that that reveals your weakness that reveals your situation that you're in you know, and and it's a bit different as well. It's not like romantic help, right? Some people are in just romantic shitstorms all the time and they always ask for help. I no, think it, it could be that as, I mean, as well. Okay. I mean, it could be that, yeah. right? And and more often than not, like, um the dire help that reveals our weakness that is no in our, not in control, is that the help that we are more I mean, is that the help that we're willing to ask for? Like, is mm. is are you willing to tell people like I don't have enough money. I don't have enough food. You know, are you willing to tell people that, um, I am not feeling the best. I need emotional help. You know, and uh, that, that is the thing. And and I think in reality, our culture and, uh, you know, our collective Asian culture, which is very like hurt based and pessimistic or passive. Um, I think more often than not, like I've never, I've never in my life heard, my grandpa asked for help, for example. Or my grandma asked for help. You know, I've never had my dad ask me for help for anything. You know, no, it, like there has been so many stories of like, I, I don't know whether you guys like know this, this comics like called The Woke Salary Man. Mm. You know, uh, they, they've been drawing some really good stuff. I, 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 uh, they highlighted a few things like the economic crisis of 98, if I'm not wrong. Is it 98 or 97? Like it was quite some time ago, right? For the, for, for the sake of anything... I never remembered my dad asking for help no matter how bad things got. Right? There there's like no memory of that, you know. There is there is no memory of like my parents showing like or asking for help. And even now, you know, when when it's going through pandemic, my parents never ask for help for themselves as well. They always usually ask help for other people. So personally, I I think like have have I have I taken on that 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 um habit from there, I feel that I have to say yes. Like, most of the time, I try to handle things myself. Unless it's like a team effort, you know, and it's it involves the studio, mm. or it involves uh, people as well. Then I can ask like, you know, uh, like my parents or Ming Yu, or I can ask my wife, or I ask Darren from the team to like, you know, can you help me do something? Um, but, I'm, I'm at least glad to say that when it is dire help, when it is to do with Let's say if Hayley needed to rush to the hospital, I have no problem telling my family at all. Um, mm. But again, you see, that's something, that's something restricted into the family. The white flag for help that's going on right now, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm, I'll be willing, like, if I was in that place, to declare to the world that I really need help. Yeah. You know, I, I will try my best. I will keep on trying my best first uh, before anything else. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what about you?
2: I think what you said was really great. Like, like, maybe in that place, you might really feel I was try try my best to survive, until to the point of going all the way downhill. And I think last year or mid last year, I watched the documentary of, uh, like people in the pandemic. Like, who there was a, I remember a guy who opened a garage right before the first MCO, and after that, after the pandemic hit he had no income because the the workshops couldn't open. And this guy just left his factory job to open a garage to fix cars in some rural neighbourhood. And it was really sad to see that he lost everything because he put in money to open that garage, uh, workshop, and he wasn't able to fix any cars because no no cars were needed to be fixed. And he was just stuck in such a place. And I think he also felt the same uh, stress of like, I really want to do something but I can't do anything about it. And Mm. I really didn't and then he seeked help and I guess that's the beauty of it where the Malaysians were helping each other and there was this nice lady who helped who gave his kids rice and, and necessities yeah. and goods yeah. and I think yeah it's the it's the feeling of being very weak and really just being perceived in a very negative way it's, the, it's why we feel very scared to ask I don't want to say about like uh, financial need or aid at the moment but it could be any other thing like but emotional help where you're struggling through some very yeah. uh, dark thoughts for example and you feel very uncomfortable asking people for help because people oh. will feel look at you like wow this guy got a lot of problems," yeah. or this girl got yeah. well, a lot of issues yeah uh. so
1: I, Jeremy that's such a good point to make right so for example if, if you think about a friend that you have who you always go to for maybe advice right about life and let's say you don't have that friend. Maybe you are that friend to somebody that you are constantly giving advice out to friends around you who are like, you know, going through a hard time or relationship, family problems, career problems, right? And you're always the one giving answers. But then now you find yourself in a position where you need help, right? There's a high chance, right? And this happens pretty often. Don't get me wrong. Um, it ha- it's happened to me as well. It, there's a high chance that you don't actually seek help or questions or answers from people around you because you've always been that lighthouse, that pillar it almost makes you seem like, eh, how come now I'm the one who needs help, right? And I think humans, we have this fear of vulnerability because being vulnerable means you don't have control of that situation. And I can share about this because I think I'm, I'm, I'm the perfect example of this. I have, um, I, I, I recognize that I do like to have control over uh, my own things and my own situations. So sometimes having the need to ask for help me in a position of I don't have control of, over that situation. That's why I'm asking for help. And again, some things may come easier than others. Some things for me, like maybe I can ask for help to hey, can you help me like uh, uh uh buy this buy this food? Or can you help me you know put together some like information that I'm not very really smart at? But the things that you are good at, right? The things that you excel at or people look to you for, right? Those are the areas that I think people have the biggest problem asking for help with. Because that's where your ego and pride, and that's where you find your identity in. So asking for help in those situations may make you feel that you've you are lesser value, or you are not as perceived as oh he was once or she was once as great as that, that. right? You all think that's the case? Oh, Jeremy, that was great. Oh, Oh. that's that's what I'm struggling with every day.
0: (laughs) Um, I think one of the biggest, like most, humbling moments, and this. I've been through in the past year is with friends who have that image of being a boss of being Mm. a go-getter of being a well-to-do a well-to-do person right Um, I feel that those people who reached out to me um, and have been very very honest like for example if Dennis you're hearing this Dennis has been very, very transparent with the state with the state of, with the state of his gym. For example, I think I think it takes a lot of guts for someone to do that. And if you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, some people know Dennis's image, right? Or Dennis's stature. He's a super like super macho boss guy kind of thing, right? And and the most humbling things that he's had to do is he he's been so transparent to people. But you know, um. Uh, that dim health industry has been so hit that he needs help, that he mm. needs everyone's, you know, if you guys are willing to go. And I think it takes a lot of humility because you got to stick up for your team, right? you got to stick up for the people you hire, you got to stick up for your investment. Um, I, I I did have a lot of respect for that. And even for our friends like Maggie and Joseph, when they were going through, uh, like even so health industry again, right? That whole... Um, that whole question mark of like, will it go through? I think the biggest thing that they've done is just reached out to sit down for a conversation. You know, there have been other teams as well that have been in the red and and just with nowhere to go. You know, sometimes the only thing I mean, sometimes I wish the only thing from all these conversations is, yeah. Sometimes it's so much better to ask help sooner. You know, mm. like like some people would rather hold out until their last strand of ego. Or like hold out until the end, which I think might be me too, right? Compared to like just asking for help right away. And you have made so much difference between like that last two weeks that you made, or two months that you asked for help maybe. Um, But it's just a lot of respect. It's so much respect for people who are willing to show that um, they are, quote unquote, beneath an average situation and i think that the the asian ego doesn't allow for that most of the time like you no know, we, true. It's we true. need to be performers you know we need to excel you know we cannot show that we are taking two steps backward yeah. right um but if anything i think even for us like with the team right jeremy for everyone in in the studio as well some of the biggest things that we've been honest with everyone about was what the struggle is going to be like at the start of the pandemic i feel that the biggest choice that we've made with everyone as well is we told people that okay it's going to be tough this is is rough man the first three months was absolute negative you know that kind of thing and and most of the time it you know it's it's the initial ripping off the bandit that's the toughest because i think when you tell people about the struggles when they know where you are like even for the team the team in, in particular you can work on something together compared like everyone doesn't know what's going on everyone thinks it's okay and then suddenly Oh, guess what, guys? We're in, the ship. We're in the shit pile now. Guess everyone's gotta go. You know, no one knows, right? And instead yep. of just, you know, instead of having the whole team working on it, it could have just been Mingyu, Brian, and myself keeping, you know, keeping everything to ourselves, you know, and 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 not being honest with anyone about stuff. So it's always that that struggle between ego and and just letting it all down for a better shot at you know whatever it is. And I I, man. Not many people, you know, not many people are ready for that. So many people would rather just go down the ship and yeah. instead of in, instead of like, you know, help me, I'm sinking at this point. Yeah. The scary part is the emotional stuff.
1: Do you think that maybe the reluctance of asking for help is not just I mean, yeah, so we talked a lot about the ego and, and, and all of that, right? Um, do you think that maybe it's it's the fact that maybe you feel that people will feel that, oh, maybe nobody wants to help me, or maybe I'll get rejected when I ask for that help? Um, the fear of being rejected I think just in general it's a very scary thing but when you're already vulnerable right if you think that okay I'm going to ask for help tomorrow but then you think about it like nobody's going to help me nobody likes my face you know does that make you even more reluctant to ask for help?
2: I think it does you know what do you guys think? That definitely yeah. I think because if you're so vulnerable yeah, and yeah. if someone says like oh I can't help you that oh. just takes such a
0: Oh, it's a slap like, way, yeah. Well,
2: it's like, you cannot... You really so need the help, right? And someone tells you, oh, I cannot... Oh, no, I cannot give you. You are not worthy of this.
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I feel that more often times than not, right? That fear of being rejected or, or of people refusing you is actually the main reason why people don't ask for help in a lot of situations, right? Not just by giving you things, but maybe no one wants to help or nobody wants to understand the situation I'm in. You could be in an abusive relationship, but you don't reach out because you feel that no one's going to understand you. No one's yep. going to give you the help you need, right? And just because of that, you just keep quiet and, and, and march on and soldier on. It's... Uh. Oh, dude, it's, it's rough, man. I, I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, wow. Men, mentally, that makes you
0: feel even lonelier than ever, right? I, I think... It goes back to this rule. I mean, I, we've, said, we've mentioned this so much. We've mentioned this so much on, on the podcast, right? When, when it mm. comes to like romantic stuff, when it comes to friendship, when it comes to yourself and everything, right? You only can truly help a person when a person wants help, Yeah. you know? And, and the crazy part about that quote-unquote rule or that dynamic of help is that you could be in the worst mm. of circumstances and if you yeah. don't want help, no one can help you. No one. No one. Like yeah. it's mad, you know. You know. It's like
1: you're. It's like you're in a pool trashing around, right? And then I throw you a float, but you don't hold the float. Like, what do you want me to do?
0: Yeah. There's literally <laughs> not just that. Some people puncture the float and say, "You think I cannot swim?" Is it? <laughs> and like, no, no, you're kind of drowning at this point. <laughs> I can see. You know, like, no, no, no. Give me some time. I'll be fine. You know. And and um. some some people are like that because trust me, you everyone have got this Chinese uncle or auntie in their family, right? You mm-hmm. try and give them money uh, what is smack your hand, you know. It's like, you think I'm, you know, yeah. don't you know, kind of thing, you know, all these kind that's, of things. That's crack. You think you crack. think you think I'm what, you know? And it comes from that 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 Asian pride, you know, that yeah. don't, don't take care of me, I can fend for myself. You know? Yeah. Because we come from a generation like my grandpa who just passed away. He came from a generation where he he went into the jungle to dig for potatoes, you know. Mm. Like that never say die attitude. Like, like the Japanese were showering them with bullets. This guy is like, no, I need my potatoes today. I'm to die mm-hmm. another day, you know? And he goes and barehandedly digs for food for his family, you know? Yeah. So like we have that ingrained into our DNA, which is like, never say die. And the crazy part is like, that, 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 how, how I would I say, that samangat, right? That spirit is there no matter what the circumstance. And it can potentially be just coupled on with your ego into this, you know, into this situation where no one, I mean, compared to my grandpa, we can't even go out and dig for potatoes now. You know, Mm. we can't do anything about it. And we would still not ask for help. You know, I think that that struggle to actually let your guard down, let your image down and, and and really, just think for the best for everyone is tough, because yeah. we went through it. What we went through, um, the team and you know, versus passion, versus the love for what we do, the creative stuff. Like everyone pivoted. I think Mingyu, Brian, myself, we sat down and we talked about this, and we told each other that, look, guys, it's it's not about you know, it's not about having fun anymore. It's not about uh, doing what we love and passionate and our dreams. It's not about sacrificing dreams and not chasing dreams. It, it, it's about letting all that down and focusing on surviving and doing whatever it takes. So being asking for help, changing direction and mm. whatnot. What really got us past that ego phase of like, no, we are creatives, we are creators, we make content, you know? What really got us past that is that realization that the only way we're going to get back to this, is we need to survive another day first. You know? To me, that made sense. To me, if I had my family behind me, and I had my ego, I'll be like, yo, screw this. I need my family to survive another day. I'm going to do whatever it takes and ask for help. You know." And that helps me get over that fear of ego, that fear of like, oh, I'm vulnerable. And I, yeah. I, I think when you do it for more than yourself, it helps. But for mm-hmm. some people who are on their own, that could be a struggle. I, I feel that could be a struggle. It's a bit it's a bit scary, la. It's a bit scary. You know, people could use that against you as like, oh man, you you messed up. You you real messed up right now. But yeah, um our times, what doesn't what doesn't kill you, make you stronger? Stand a little taller. Uh just okay. know uh, you're not alone, <laughs> you know. Ugh. It's. I don't know. I'm just
1: thinking about so many things right now. Like this, the fact that sometimes, sometimes we, sometimes the only thing preventing change from happening really is ourselves, right? Um, I want to quickly just touch on another point, another angle of this before we start to like you know call, uh, to to bring this podcast to a close. Is sometimes we. are I mean, we, obviously we're looking from the point of 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 asking for help, right? But then from also the point of Giving out help, um, th- there's there's two of it. One is, of course, you know, you 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 give and you you help to the best of your ability, but don't put yourself in the situation where you know you're, you're burning out. You know, your output needs to match the input as well. If not, you, you're probably going to be asking for help really soon as well. So mm. be smart with that. Um, I think that's just general knowledge, right? But I think sometimes and this is a conversation I, I had recently, sometimes we are quite judgmental. And I, I, I've been guilty of this. We find, I, I've been in a position where I've been quite judgmental about the people asking for help, right? I think sometimes as humans, we, are, we have the potential to be very, very, very cynical about who is asking for help and the context of it. Perfect example, you're in a coffee shop. It's not pandemic time. You're in a coffee shop. Someone comes to you with like this coin box. And they're like, would you like to donate to these you know, certain charities and all that? I remember when I was younger, I would be like, we got to give to everybody, mom. And then my mom was like, that's (laughs) fine, you can, but you're going to start to need to realize and understand who are you giving to? Where is the money actually going? Then that kind of like made me think, actually, yeah, who is is, maybe this money might never even see the children in Africa, right? Or maybe we bring it back closer to home and we say that there are certain people who, you know, the position they're in, right, is self-inflicted. You lazy, that's why you're in this position. You stupid, that's why you're in this position. You never work hard enough, that's why you're in this position. And I think it's very easy to pass judgment like that, and then from that, that stems our that that becomes the reason why we may not offer help to people. But I was also thinking about the flip side of that, and if if there was, this is the best illustration I came up with about this situation. If there is a stupid annoying child at a pool party who wants to swim, and this boy can't swim, but you told the boy don't jump in the pool, right? You tell the stupid kid don't jump in the pool, and he's like you know pulling your hair and everything. And the kid doesn't listen to you. The kid jumps into the pool. The kid starts to drown. You're the only person there. Do you, A, not save the kid because you already told the kid and the kid knows he can't swim. Mm-hmm. We're currently drowning. Will you just tell the kid, ah, ha, stupid. he's stupid. it's self-inflicted, right? Yeah. Or B, do you save the kid? Because as a human... That's, it, I, I'm not even going to use the word, that's the decent thing to do. As a human, right? You do everything in your best ability to help another human survive. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at, right? That there may be an argument, that there may be a point of like, some people have, are in a situation because they deserve it or self, it's self-inflicted. But realistically, if that kid was drowning, I don't think we would not do anything.
0: I mean, I would let him, I would let him like oh. random for a while. La. I don't no. know about you guys, <sighs> right? No. Uh, uh, I give him like a timer because people usually yeah. can survive without air for like 30 seconds at tops, uh, Okay, you know? He's so joking, like, <laughs> everybody. He's joking. I yeah. let la- like, hey, <laughs> ah, how's it feel? How's it feel? Told you, right? Told you, say, say I'm right. Say I'm right. Then I jump in and go up, you know? So, <laughs> I feel that there's always a learning experience for people but that's not the point we're getting at, <laughs> I feel. Um, I think if you guys are out there, um, oh, maybe this is a great time to drop it as well. We're going to be launching an, an initiative as well, right? I think... Um, We've been very blessed to be in a platform that we can spread news, we can spread entertainment, we can spread help. Um, the takeaway table uh, has an arm called the Dudut Rumah series, you know, one of our, our TMT, sorry, one of our TMT content that we made on Instagram, right? And yeah. one thing that we've done in the past, I mean you guys already know, it's a lot of local support for local brands. So one thing we want to do as help as well is to really amplify. You know, you guys, like, I'm pretty sure you guys know that um, randomly there'll be KOLs with food here and there, right? And even Mingyu and myself, like, we get offered food sometimes. And I feel that we should make the most of that. So, for everyone in the F&B industry, we also want to offer some help. Uh, yeah. And we want to make it fair, so we don't want anyone to feel like they're beggars, okay? Um, we're going to be launching it on Instagram, so check out for that. It's at the thing. Um, and we're going to be starting with the F&B industry first. Because yeah. honestly, I don't know how to do any other industry at the point. Um, but it's some help that we want to give out. So please, yeah. this is like an exercise, okay? If you have a struggling business uh, in the F&B industry, if you need some help, please reach out. We also yeah. want to be able to, to, at least, um, to at least be there for someone. And that actually made me, uh, made me think of something that's good for a close. If you see someone in dire help, be like a good friend and make that help easy to get asked for. You know, Don't be like a bitch and be like, oh. hey, told you so. Told you yeah. so. Nah, who asked who for help? No, don't, don't be that. Be a warming, open, um, welcome pair of arms. right? And yeah. just say, you know what? I'll be there for you. Don't force them to ask. Just say, I'm here for you. I'll be here for you. I think the only time you should intervene if it's uh, an, an, a danger to themselves or to someone else, livelihood. But, be someone who is also easy to ask help from. I think not not just someone who wants to ask for help, but be that warm welcome mat You know, which yeah. is which is rare these days. Just saying. Just saying. That's, That's uh, yeah. You guys can definitely
1: check that out. It's yeah. gonna come to you soon. But back to what we're talking about today. I think help is something that is very easily overlooked. It's very easily asked for. Sometimes it's not. It's something that people constantly at each point of their lives struggle with, right? Certain days, it's easier to ask for help. Certain days, it's not. Certain things, it and Sometimes it's just the hardest thing to ask for. But at the end of the day, I think if you're in a position where you realize that change needs to happen and you are not able to do it alone, that's the perfect yeah. time to ask for help. Yeah. Um, and, and And just the fact that there are people around you that care for you should be enough and hopefully it drives you to a point where you realize that there doesn't need to be a fear of rejection when you need to ask for help. Yeah, guys? Yeah, for sure. Man, this is this is something yeah. that we're probably going to pick up again and talk about because it's such a big topic. Uh, I feel like this is Man, there's so many levels of this, right? There's, there's the pandemic help. There's emotional. There's like friendship, Mental. career, relationship. There's so many things. It, yeah. Um, but let us know what you guys want to hear and talk about next. If you have someone that needs help, maybe reach out to them. Don't have mm. to make a big deal about it, right? Don't ask them, oh, you really need my help, right? Don't, don't make it a moment about yourself, right? Mm. That's the best advice I can give you. And that's why I'm a big fan of people... Uh, who who give the the like the, the white flag movement, right? If you are gonna give someone aid or buy them a, a food package, right? Don't need to go and take Instagram pictures and be like, oh today I gave up. Shut up. Lah. Like I will shout at you. You guys know how loud I shout. Like don't make me shout at you. Okay. Mm-mm. Just do it just because you wanna help a person. If you do it for the gram, then screw you, lah, monkey dog. Oh wow. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean that. I kinda <laughs> did. But but, this week's mm-hmm. song recommendation. <laughs> Is from Shen. She just dropped a new one this Ooh. past week. It's called All the Other Boys. Check it out. It sounds like this. Ooh, what a bop, Jeremy! How was that, Jeremy? True, truly. What a what a great song. Honestly, congrats, Shen. Um, I, I honestly, really, really hope that that you guys find something throughout your day that is a small bit of happiness, a small slice of joy. So that at the end of the day, you can look back and be like, you know what? I'm grateful for this. That's an exercise that I'm trying out for myself because there are some days where I'm just like, oh, I need help. <laughs> I need to do something about it. So I'm just trying to be very intentional and aware of my situation. Guys, any final parting words, words
2: of encouragement and support? Hit us, Jeremy. I think uh, today what we've learned is that mm. many people are willing to help if you do ask. Don't have to think too much. Just yeah. go for it. But... Very very important words by Ming Yu is if you are a person that can offer help, please don't be an asshole. Just offer the help with open yes. arms and just you know help them out. Don't need to go don't up and down a mountain. Yeah. And yeah. it's not about you. It's about not the about person you. in help. Correct. That's why I gotta say, man. Mingan, what you got? Suck a neck, guys. Just oh, oh, truly.
0: Just just perfectly put. Perfectly <laughs> put. Just do take the L, guys. You gotta take the L to take the W after that. You what, know? what does that mean? Just take, take the loss. The lost, Take the L. Take the win. Yeah. Like hey, if you got, play a game, you us, lose. Yeah. yeah. You got to okay. stay up with the kids' lingo these days, man. You got to take the L, oh, Sorry, man. I can't. I'm F so old, dude. Come on. I mean, you got <laughs> so to take the L to take the W another day, guys. Crazy. You can lose the battle, so like but you lose, don't lose the war. Lose
1: the battle, win the war, correct, correct,
0: correct, correct. Uh, That's it. That's
2: okay. it. Gotta, See,
1: it was so poetic, you know, once upon a time. But you know what? That's just me being old. If you're young and happening, guys, jump on and join our Discord community server. You can join us at discord.gg slash the takeaway table. We've got a... We've got a variety of people. We've got young popping kids. Okay, I can't say that. We've got young people and we've got especially older people like me who are just, you know, struggling with the times in general. Wow. Join us if you need people to hang out with, to sing, to play games, to watch stuff and enjoy and life help. together. Oh, get help. We have so many like help sections in the server. Join us on discord.gg slash the takeaway table. We are almost, we are about 2000 members now. Oh, Um, and if you guys want to be part of the community, just join in. We're also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you get caught up with all the latest podcasts. We're popping and pepping. Man, takeaway table is just, we've got so much content geared up for you, but we can only roll that out when MCO lifts. So just stay patient. Minghan and I and Jeremy are still going to be here every week for you guys. We'll do our best. It's not easy. I'm going. I'm not going to lie. Some weeks are harder than others. Sometimes we struggle with coming up with topics, not just because we don't know what to talk about, but because we're so drained mentally, um, because we're also like doing work and running a business and also trying to feed ourselves. It's difficult, but I think that we we have an internal commitment to each other and to you guys as well to just kind of make something to be shared. Because again, at the takeaway table, it's not just about us. It's about giving you guys something to talk about. Mm. Carry that conversation outside of the podcast, focus, guys. Focus. If, Stay connected, yeah. guys. Stay clean. Why, what, what does Minghan always say? Wash, wash, your your butt. wash your phones. I say that, yeah. Oh. Minghan says, wash your phones. I say, wash your butts. Another leading know. area of disease, yeah? <laughs> guys, check your MySujatra apps if you haven't gotten your notification. Just a reminder. And have a great week ahead, guys. We
0: love you. Stay safe. Mihao.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: White flag all day, guys. Always ask, how are you? Because there's always a how in Ni oh Wow, truly. Egg sucking. Thank you. See you guys <laughs> next week.